Hey, you're drinking house coffee, unfiltered conversations brewed at the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service. We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The door's always open. Let us pour you a cup. Megs. Hey, Rich. Good to see you. Welcome back to House Coffee. Same, same. Although I have seen you a lot of days. Yes. <laughs> in between the last time we talked. and It's just not the same though. No. no. I mean, no, not at all. It's been the hottest minute since we've mm-hmm. been hot on the mic. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cool. Excited to be back. Me too. And I'm, I'm excited that we are switching up our release format True. A bit. We'll talk about it. We are releasing, we are recording and releasing same week. Yeah. I'm excited about that. It's uh, going to be a good change, I think. Yeah. So we're going to drop on Fridays. Yep. You're probably hearing this on Friday, unless you're hearing it after that, but you didn't hear it on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And... What else was I going to say about that? Uh, We're recording the same week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I've always thought that what's cool about podcasting is that it's like a little bit real time, kind of a snapshot, you know? So when you go like a week and a half in between, you just get, I don't know, there's something lost in that for me. So yeah, Yeah. also excited. Yep. Well, cool. what have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? I'm so glad you asked. So I started listening to, well, over our our break, I've been eating up a ton of podcasts and books. And the book that I am currently listening to is called Big Magic. And it's by Elizabeth Gilbert. And Elizabeth Gilbert is the author of Eat, Pray, Love. It's her most famous book. Nice. Everyone knows her for that book. I was going to say, I do know that one. Well, I've heard of that one. Yes. I have really been enjoying Big Magic. It is a book about creativity. And I felt like I've been in sort of a creative rut the past few months. And this book is always recommended by um, a bunch of other like podcasters I listen to. A Beautiful Mess is the one I'm thinking of in particularly. Yeah. As far as I haven't heard of it. And um, basically Elizabeth Gilbert takes the concept of creativity and ideas and personifies it. And like the, the whole book, it's a pretty short read. It's like take it's like unleashing it's about like helping you unleash your inner creativity yeah. but by making it more of a persona. So I really like that. I really relate to that and I'm really looking for ways to like open opportunities for creativity to find its way into my life in in whatever way possible. So a persona like yeah, this is, this feels like a new concept to me. So, yeah. like a friend, like another, like a per, like give it a personality, like, or yeah, like think of like, it as someone who comes and goes. Yes, yes, all of the above. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I recommend reading it if you find yourself in a creative rut and you're looking for 
like a different perspective on how to spark that creativity. And, and I just have really been enjoying how she takes this concept of creativity and like almost makes it into this, like not a person, but like a, like a magical thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be like open and willing to receive creativity because creativity doesn't hang around a long time when it presents itself to you. You have to be like, but also it can, you have to be willing to work with it and also be willing to let it go if it's not for you or if you take too long to accept its assignment. Wow. <laughs> that sounds insightful actually. Yeah. I think you would like it. Yeah. I love when there's like a really, really famous book by someone and then that's all you know that person for or that's the only title you know, but then that same person has like this slew of other things that are maybe equally as good, if not better, not that I've read Eat, Pray, mm -hmm. Love, but just there's like other things that just get so overshadowed or you never would associate. Right with them. So that sounds cool. Is this, does this precede that other one? Do you know? It, it's, after, it's after this book was written in 2015. Yeah. So it's not a new or book, but it, it was written after Eat, Pray, Love. Got it. I wonder how much of that experience, cause that was somewhat like real life experience, yes. right? So I wonder how much of this came out of um, like not, that. I don't know it, it's a very it, different, it's a very, I've read Eat, Pray, Love yeah. and it's a very different, this is a very different book. Sweet. Right on. So, Thanks for sharing. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Yeah. I don't know. A little bit of everything. Um, a little bit of everything. I think most consistently lately, I've been surprised at how much I've been engaging with this one podcast. It's a little more on, it's, a little more. It's definitely on, you know, the spiritual side of life for me, but it's called the rule of life podcast by practicing the way. And just kind of out of nowhere, uh, basically I found this like sermon or teaching clip on Instagram. I reshared it to my stories cause I found it refreshing. And then a couple people hit me up with what I knew who the guy was, but a couple people hit me up with like what it was from. And then that led me to this podcast that, um, that I have found refreshing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'm not having a crisis of faith, but I'm having like a crisis of Christians mm -hmm. and been there. I find it very, I'm in an interesting place in my life. This is why I never know how to talk about this stuff because I don't, know how to relate to my faith right now in the sense that like I have it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I believe very traditionally in terms of the Christian faith and the person of Jesus, but I don't know how to relate that to my broader context because I don't identify at all with conservative politicism that is often linked with conservative Christian faith. I don't know if there's a clearer or more succinct way that for is, me to that's put a pretty, how pretty clear I way. Yeah. have been living or or thinking lately. And by lately, I mean years. <laughs> and so this is incredibly refreshing because nothing they're saying is linked at all with politicism, yet it's incredibly... Um, 
orthodox, if you will, like like true to traditional understandings of, of Christian teaching. Um, but more specifically, it's really just centered in relating with Jesus in mm-hmm. a way that is also very open-eared to criticisms that get leveled against Christianity from like more liberal or progressive strains of Christian thought. So you kind of have to be an insider a little bit to understand some of what I just said, and I don't really want to unpack it here, (laughs) but more or less, it's like people who believe what I believe about God saying the things that people who believe differently Um, yeah, it's hard to unpack. I guess Mm -hmm. maybe check it out for yourself if you're interested and just know that I find it really refreshing as someone who's been having a crisis of Christians in my life. (laughs) It's called um, the rule of life podcast by practicing the way. And the whole point of it all is to say, look, as Christians, we often miss out on actually practicing the ways of Jesus. So things like the Sabbath or, or even more broadly rest, um, now I'm onto this set of teachings about prayer and there's a whole bunch of other, what we might mm-hmm. call disciplines or, or practices that they're going to, they're going to walk through in a series of podcasts. And it's a whole round table of, of, of people. There's like three or four people, you know, it's, it's diverse. There's, there's multiple, just there's multiple perspective represented and they're all after this one thing that's like genuine experience of, mm-hmm. of God <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. imagine that. So I have found it refreshing. I'm not saying that I'm putting it into practice so much, but I'm, it's, it's making me um, realize that there's, there's more to ways of practicing my faith that are maybe more in line with the heart of it all, which is what I suspected than, than I've been finding on Insta- on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that, I don't know. I don't know. That, don't know how exactly really, that, but that's what I've been listening to I can, mostly lately. I can relate to being at that stage of my faith. Yeah. We'll have to talk about it sometime. Sometime, yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> um, I, this is the kind of thing that I wish I could share with a lot of different people in my life because I'm like, this is what we've been looking for. Yeah. You know, not that it's a magic bullet kind of thing. Not, there's yeah. nothing, nothing's perfect in life. I'm not looking for like the 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 one right thing or the best thing. I I'm think, just saying this is like a refreshing expression of this that I'd never knew was out there. Yeah. You know, because for me, it's usually like, okay, conservative belief or liberal belief, yeah. But uh, in other words, the Bible's true, or it's or or the Bible's less, you know, reliable. It's those are kind of the two strains. But this is like, no, no, no. The Bible's true, but all the other things that you wish were true are actually also true. <laughs> Such as like we should care about, um, you know, things that like we should care about some liberal quote unquote ideas more than conservatives would have you understand, even as Christians, Mm -hmm. period. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. 
So much to say, so little time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Different pod. Yeah. Not house coffee so much. Yes. Maybe like house coffee after hours. Maybe you could get into it. (laughs) Yeah. House house coffee Sabbath edition. Yeah, sure, sure. (laughs) You know, I find myself thinking like that in a, I I think in a year and a half from now, (laughs) uh, I'm going to, I want to do all it takes from now until the the end of a year and a half from now to be set up to have a, a true Sabbath in my life. Not that it's going to be Sundays necessarily, but just to have a 24-hour period of, of, of like rest, mm-hmm. no work, no nonsense. Yeah, you know, naps. Yeah, <laughs> naps and books and prayer, family, and just oh man, good times. I, I can. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I kind of think it, all of I us think could do that, for that. Though. I mean, yeah, I think it depends on how extreme you take it. There are some people who practice Sabbath and are just like very, very um, strict about it mm-hmm. for the sake of just following rules. Totally. And what's nice about this, it's there's no sense of that at all yeah. in this. This is like, you, you don't even necessarily have to do it. It's like yeah. you get to do it. God even provisioned for it. And, and uh, like it's kind of on you if you're not doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. I'm um, not arguing slash against how do we help each other do it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not arguing against the day of rest. I guess I'm just cautious about the f- boxing it in. Yeah, exactly. Same to a set of rules, Same, which is, which is why I find it so refreshing the way they're talking yeah. about it. I think that's what I like about it. It's like, it's like all of the concerns you would have about thinking about things like this, you know, the, the, the strictness, the the rules for the sake of rules or the practice for the sake of rules kind mm-hmm. of um, stuff. Like those are the the reasons why myself and so many shy away sometimes from yeah. more rigid or quote unquote conservative ways of, of believing. But this is like, that's almost antithetical to the way these guys are talking about it. That's why I find it refreshing. Interesting. Yeah. And well, that's why I want to, that's why I think other people in my life would find it interesting as well. Well, that's a good so segue. Speaking it, of rest. I know. We have coffee <laughs> have, have been on a rest. A break, we have. It was more restful, it. more restful for some of us than others. Yeah. And storied coffee was on well, was closed. I don't I don't think you were resting those two weeks, although no. I'm sure you would have loved to. I was anti resting and I would have loved more rest. Yeah. <laughs> but you are Not, right. Yeah, yeah. We, we closed the shop for two weeks. Yeah. Tell us about the past couple of weeks and yeah. what that has been like for story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were closed almost two and a half weeks, really. Like, Because we, we're not open on Tuesdays, Mondays or Tuesdays. And so from our last Sunday of service, we closed for two weeks through Labor Day and then Tuesday and Wednesday of that same week. So, um, you know, I... I think Abby got more days off than she ever has since mm-hmm. starting to work for us. So I'm, I was happy about that. Um, she did not that much stuff at the shop in those two weeks. I was, I was pleased for her and proud of her. <laughs> and we needed a, so I know, I know that like people needed a break. We needed a break. Even if you're not, even if you're still working, taking a break from like the, the regular routines is still a break. And it's, it's important, I think to, look for ways to do that. You know, the missed sales, whatever, like, 
you gotta just yeah. Eventually, we'll talk about currencies and how there's more to life than just number like f- money, dollar mm-hmm. signs, um, and that will be. So 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 there was other things that needed to happen in that window of time. Christine had the same time off from work, from school, and and Vishra Ferry, my other, we you know where I where I actually work more day to day personally. They were closed for the second of those two weeks as well. So I, it was just kind of li- it lined up with a bunch yeah. of different things. Um, but I also saw that as an opportunity to maybe implement some of the things we have been talking about with like how to curate the vibe a little bit differently and, and maybe create more of a, a cleaner, cozier type of, of space. Um, and largely we, we got there. I'm very pleased with the results. We could talk about some of the yeah. things you were very instrumental in a lot <laughs> of it, uh, hands-on and also the design kind of process, but we, there's still a couple buttons to, loose ends to tie up. Um, even now as we speak, I got to do the the back room, ironically, mm-hmm. which is the one big idea that we, we yeah. shared here. <laughs> uh, it's sort of, we cleaned it out, we got it in position, but that's also became where all the extra crap ended up Yeah, that we needed to clear out of the cafe space to open the doors last Wednesday. So tying that up, but yeah, that, that became... That became the big project. And then Visher Ferry too. I won't talk a lot about that right now, but they the whole reason I work there is because of this expansion project that had been underway for the last couple months, which is where we're moving all the retail products out of the cafe space to be able to bring seating back indoors and have more of a a coffee shop cafe vibe inside, which we anticipated more foot traffic as a result, but also take all that real t- retail stuff and move it into a, s- a space next door to have this cozy little gifts mm-hmm. like, and, and a retail boutique that's basically appended to or adjacent to, um, to the cafe at Fisher Ferry. And so that project was completing over the week we were closed there. And we had the grand opening this mm-hmm. past Saturday, Sunday, well received, good weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that was a big thing, and I was largely a part of, big part of, like making that happen too. So I just had all that stuff yeah. like pile up at the same time, and yeah. So if you have specific questions, I can answer them. Yeah. I mean, so that was like, basically my two weeks. So what did you learn in those <laughs> two weeks off? Oh my gosh, what did I learn? Well, I think some lessons hard learned involve like better planning and coordinating of things ahead of time. I don't know that I, I could like I couldn't I learned things that I couldn't have foreseen perhaps. Like what? I like to I mean I say that. I want to say that cuz like the amount of work that had to be done and how it had to break down. was uh, was bigger than I than I guess I thought and you know it's story like the moving of stuff uh let me think the assembling of stuff the rearranging I I think I mostly mean the cleaning so the okay. organizing the cleaning the putting back of stuff 
Yeah. You know, and then that leaves a trail of cardboard and yeah. pieces and Oh my gosh, I dust. broke down like probably like 20 cardboard boxes <laughs> yeah. in like one hour. Yeah, so like physically having to- I made it up my personal goal. Sorry to keep interrupting no, you. But I made it my personal goal to get rid of as many cardboard boxes I could physically get my hands on. That's awesome. And flatten them. Yeah, and then I put them in my van. I found them and I put them in my van and brought them to Fisher Ferry because we have a cardboard dumpster oh, cool, there. Cool, cool. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty handy. I think there's still even maybe more to collect a little bit. I got to clean up the back, the back outside. Mm-hmm. It's still a hot mess out there, but- yeah, uh, and then we had so many books to put on the new shelves that we got. We bought 10 Billy bookcases from Ikea. 10? Yeah. Two, wow. two in the back room. And they're all matching. Six in the front room, two in the middle. And you sold some bookcase, some old bookcases. Yeah, all the shelves that we had in there. Not all, but I had, I had five old Ikea shelves from our first iteration of story that were all sold and delivered to happy buyers. Sweet. From on over just from one Instagram story, I got f- all, all of them sold and three out of four of those people overpaid. Aw. Probably, be, I mean, they might've done it anyway because they're nice, but also at, you know, the delivery. I didn't, yeah. the delivery was included, but then it ended up where- people, That's awesome. People pay a little extra. So here's a lesson. One, people are generous. Two, in that same line, like- <laughs> We put it out there a couple of times on the stories, like, and I, I think we always do this whenever we have like a work day or something coming up. Cause you know, we know there's this kind of people who follow us and who are local, who are like, if you put it out there, like, Hey, come hang and help. They would, you know, not just our friends like you, but, but people responded to invitations like that sometimes often less than I would actually expect, which I understand. That's totally fine. But then I'm always surprised by the people who do show up and the level of commitment they have. So down to the wire. Um, okay, take, so we're opening Wednesday, right? Take Tuesday morning, I'm at Restaurant Depot and I run into Sue from Pong Bakery. And I never see her there. I just happened to run into her that day. And I was looking bedraggled. <laughs> like I, had, I, had, I might have been on the phone. I think I had headphones in. I didn't, I, did, I didn't happen to have Oliver with me, but I often bring him. So I'm often running to the restaurant depot with him strapped to me, um, strapped to my front. And uh, so I happen to not have that going on at the same time. But I was like carrying my, my remarkable with the shopping list on it. And I saw her and just like, I was looking stressed, you know? And, um, and so she texted me later on and was like, Hey, I can come over and help for a little while if, uh, if you want. And I wasn't even going to be there, but I knew Abby was there. So I was like, yeah, feel free. You know, thanks. So Sue went, I think you were there. I was there. there. I let her in the door. Yeah. So you were there. You were there several days. Even when I wasn't there, people were willing to go and and help out, you know, then Becca had text, Becca had responded to one of our Instagram stories Shout out Becca. We always shout her out. Becca's the um, best. She had responded when we first posted about the bookshelves because they came in earlier than expected. And so she was out of town until Tuesday or, or whatever working. And she, I was like, cool, well, get in touch if you want. And then she was the one who reached back out to us when she was. And the, most of the books, actually all the bookshelves were done by then, but she was willing to come and help out. And... By that time, like 
only the gnarliest jobs were left, like the giant pile of dishes that hadn't been touched in the two weeks of our closure. And I was like, I mean, it sucks, but dishes would be mad helpful. And <sighs> she was like, totally. She just didn't even bat an eye, did all the dishes. That's the what truest friend, friend you have in life is the one who comes. And there have been several times in the life and the of ones story. And the ones that clean out your freezer. Did you clean out a freezer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's right. That's right. I let that one defrost. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop patting I'm myself sure on the back. sure that was gnarly with the sesame. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just thinking about that. Cheers. <laughs> so those are the kinds of jobs where like people show up. And then I had a family. I had this like other group of storied pals that like, you know, they're, they, they're regulars, but we had put this thing out there and they came on Labor Day and spent like four, maybe five hours just, just wiping down books because we have all yeah. these, you know, we sell used books, so wiping down books and like getting them on the shelves and I just could let them yeah. run with that. And they were super generous to spend their whole day doing that. So that was cool. Shout out to. So for somebody who's never stepped foot inside of storied coffee, could you give like a quick explanation of what it looked like before and what it looks like now? Yeah. Create a visual for us. Uh, can I do that? Well, yes, I will cheat a little bit by saying you can get that physical visual for yourself because I had we did a we did a before and after walkthrough on one of the latest reels on oh. the storied coffee Instagram. Okay. I Haven't so I took a walkthrough video before. I didn't think I would use it until I saw your walkthrough video from after we opened. And then I said, oh, I basically have the same video from before. So you can go get a sneak peek doing that, but more or less. Okay, then how would you describe the vibe before and how would you describe the vibe now? Well, it's funny because whenever we started talking about all this, I thought the vibe that we would end up with would be more cozy and more like comfortable and more homey. And I think we, I think we did get some of that, but less than I thought. Like the the feeling now is actually one that's a little more. So I'm, I guess I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go back and forth with this as I talk about it. the The feeling now is like it's a little more clean and put together. There's less. It feels less cluttered, which is actually ultimately what I what I wanted. So it feels less cluttered and more organized than it did before. Before there were there was very inefficient book shelving. So I had a hodgepodge of like different heights and widths and whatever of bookshelves and there was even a table in the front with with like all these books just kind of scattered about and and books still in boxes and in that last week, because I knew I didn't have I didn't have time to organize them, and I knew we were closing. Like there was literally a pile of books, and you could see it in that video. There's just a pile of bags and boxes of books in front of this little like buffet hutch thing that that was in the in the right right when you walk in, just this pile of books on the floor. Which is you know, in one sense, there are bookshops that look like that, but it wasn't that great compared mm-hmm. with what it ended up turning into in terms of like really tall clean looking bookshelves with full of books that are just, that look nice. Um, we did change out the seats in the window. So that is a really cool 
vibe. We got four antique chairs, two of them through this process and the other two we had picked up a couple months ago. But we got these four antique chairs with, what do you call that? Caning. Caning, yeah, yeah. So they're like vintage mm -hmm. um, style. And then we got these little coffee tables that you picked up that we put with them or end tables that, that work really well with those. You put some plants on them. So right in the front window is a really cool vibe. I like that. I, yeah. I like that. It's comfortable. And I guess I was just thinking, like in my mind, I was picturing a little bit more of that kind of comfy chairs, cozy chairs in the front room, but those are the ones we had and where they ended up fitting feels really great, I think. And I like that that's from they the outside. From exactly. Yeah, from the outside um, or right inside. It's just, it's 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 the right entry point. And it's welcoming. Now, yeah, it is. And then we have the two armchairs that we always had in the same spot that they've always been right in the corner. But next to those are three tall bookshelves with with like clean looking books right there. And then and then turn around and just as you walk in where I was just describing that mess of books, now there are also three three sick looking bookshelves right there. We got this cool vintage, we made a couple changes behind the bar. We got this cool like vintage metal hutch, is that mm -hmm. what you call it? Yeah. That we replaced Cabinet, this yeah. ugly like Metro style shelf yeah. with. And so that gave it a little homey vibe right there. And then we took one of the bookshelves we had been using and put it behind the counter. And um, I want to clean that up a little bit, like like organize the stuff on it better and maybe put, I don't know, some homey items on it. We did move the plants around that we talked about before because that was the other thing, right? When you walk in on that ugly buffet, we had, the, we had all the plants kind of centralized and then they were also in the front room, but we, we kind of spread those out and put them up high on top of things and let the, like, so the, so the plants are looking a little more intentional, intentional, I guess. Yeah. And, and we have these really long viney ones, uh, that we were able to kind of like pin up the, the different yeah. stems or I, I don't even know how to talk about plants. <laughs> we were able to like pin up some of the arms of the plants and yeah. string them out. So they, so it looks it looks a little bit cooler and they kind of hang down from the, the tall bookshelf behind the bar now. And what else? We did move that buffet from the front room to over by the cash wrap, as you call it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone who calls that the cash wrap. That's what we called it at Pottery Barn. That's so funny. Um, so the, count, the front counter of the bar, um, we have the buffet over by that and some plants still on that. We got to, that space has to be worked out a little bit better. And then we moved a fridge from the back room to right there. That is kind of dual purpose of our stock slash the top half of the left side is going to be like the grab and go fridge. So that'll work well. And then the back, the back didn't lose any seating, which is cool. Yeah. The back makes the most sense for like those bigger, like the four seaters. Yeah. You know, we got a few, we've had a few of those. So those are all back there, but we added like a little kids, like a baby barista cart. Yeah. That you, you and Christine put together. Christine's been really excited about that for a long time. So we finally got that thing built. We've had mm -hmm. it since before Ollie was born. Yeah. <laughs> it was a baby gift. So we got that out. It's in the corner. We put the kids give a book, take a book. Yep. Situation back there as well. And couple more bookshelves in that area. I did, we did end up repurposing, I think you've, you've seen it, but last minute I ended up just moving the bookshelves that were in the back there. We have some smaller ones. I moved them 
to next to the, basically surrounding the bathroom door. And um, so that feels cozy. I kind of like that. I didn't, that wasn't the plan, but it just, just fell into place. It may or may not stay that way, but. Yeah, there was one that was next to the bathroom door and then there was another one that was just kind of like floating in the middle of the shop. So I just pushed it to the other side of the bathroom door yeah. and I like moved some plants over there. So yeah. like disperse it a little bit. Yeah, so that's cool. There's also a window over there too. Yeah, the only the only bad thing about the, not even the shelf you're talking about, but the other shelf on the other side of the door is that it, if we keep the table where it is, we lose a chair. Oh, yeah. Because the table ends up right up against that bookshelf and then you have the chair, can't go there. So now there's like a three-seater. So the, we could move the table over, but then it's off center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Currently the table is centered with the signs that hang on the on the back wall, the storied sign. So, I mean, I don't know mm. how much I care about that or not, but that's why it's positioned right in the middle of the wall yeah. there. Well, you have Something two other four-seaters next to it. Yeah, there are. And ultimately, if someone was really dedicated, they could grab another chair and mm-hmm. just fudge it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we haven't opened the back room yet yes. to, to guess, but we put two shelves back there. And I don't even know, you know, actually we'll have to look at it and discuss this because I ended up flipping the script on it I, a little bit. I moved I the saw. shelves to the other wall. I think it works. The opposite wall from what we said. So that I could put the tables in the little nook. I think that works. Because the tables otherwise couldn't really go in there because of where the door opens. Yep. You know. And so That was a good call. Yeah, it just kind of like game time decision. So I, I think that'll be cool because it's like two basically we have two two seaters in there. They could go next to each other, but two two seater tables. And it's like a cozy, but it's still a cozy little room. So I think once I get more of the clutter out of there and we just have the those shelves and then the two s- tables and it's a little more cleaned up around the sink, I think that'll be a, a pretty cool vibe that'll yeah. be a little bit sought after for seating. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to get reactions on It'll that It'll feel more room private too. There. I feel like you're the type of person that wants to just like focus yeah. and get some work done. Yeah, and there's outlets on that wall. I didn't even know. There's an outlet on that wall where the seats are. There's a four. What? A four I'm gang. Be there all Actually, I don't think they call it a four gang. I'm That's. Gonna be, I, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna hide out in the back. I'm gonna put my name. On I don't think chair. I want to have a door or a curtain or anything on that. I think I want to just be okay. an open. So you, as you walk back, you'll see that room because you see the door. shelves f- uh, through the doorway, and then you'll kind of be invited in that way. Also, the temperature differential is so dramatic. So if the curtain is closed. There's no cold air going in and it's going to get super cold in there in the oh, winter. Oh, you're talking about the curtain the, where the door used to be. Yeah, we took the door off. No, I know. And there's a curtain I, now, but the curtain is very effective yeah. in uh, in the keeping t- the, the air from flowing. Okay. So I think we just want to do away with the curtain on the door and maybe just have a curtain that blocks the sink. You could put a window unit in that window if you really wanted to. That's that's ultimately true. Just saying. Next summer. I mean, we're changing seasons right now, so we'll yeah. see what we'll yeah. the vibe Next is. But summer. I ultimately just don't think I want it closed off. I know that That's was the I mean. thought was like If the door's open and it's library. super hot in there, you can supplement it with a window unit. Right? I'm talking visually. Oh, okay. <laughs> visually, I want you to walk to the back of the store and then look to your side and see, oh, there's even another room. Gotcha. And you're just automatically going to be invited in because you can see the shelves in there. Yeah. Then you'll walk in and find that there's tables in there. Yeah. 
So I just don't think I want the separation of the curtain at all. The curtain will will, will kind of remove. We'll, I'm agreeing with we'll you. We'll adjust the curtain so that the sink part is cut off, and so you won't. You'll walk in, you just have. Yeah. The, the room. Yeah. Cool. Cool. No, cool, cool. I'm I'm agreeing. It's a little with you. bit of a different way than we had originally thought yeah. or said of like this cool secret. Yeah. Library vibe. I think, I think we're kind of, we're we're honoring that concept. By, by using the room and I'm making so it excited you're using the room. A nook type That's of thing, but amazing. Yeah. Dude. That was such a wasted out. potential. I know. It was just so much crap and storage mm-hmm. and messy. But I mean, when you get in there, it's like it's a good size space. I know. Definitely wasted, like you were saying. I know, yeah. But there was a lot of crap to move out of there. So I mean it, it was mm. we definitely needed the time to it was gnarly, clear that one out. As you say. It was yeah. Pretty gnarly. <laughs> Did I cover everything? I think so. I guess. How would you describe the vibe? The, how would I describe the vibe? Now. Now. Um, versus later in a few words. I mean, I've. Definitely more organized. Yeah. Definitely cleaner, more streamlined. Um, I like that they're all the bookshelves are the same because your books, I think it's different having okay in a home it's okay having different shapes and sizes for bookshelves because it's your home yeah. and it's a style but when you're selling a product you want things to be and look and feel streamlined yeah. and that's what these bookcases do they kind of like you don't want to see the bookcases you want to see the books yeah that's a that's a good point so that i, I really like and I think that's another thing. We we didn't really speak to this going into it too much, but like the other thing we needed to do was make it more of a bookshop, you know, mm-hmm. because we've always said coffee, boba books for the last year, but now like, so I was, I, it, I was making it into a used bookstore, but this is like the, okay, now it's officially yeah. a bookstore. Now it's because like we intentionally installed this, this thing. So so now you would walk in and you would think of this as a bookshop with the quantity of books. We'll work on the organization of them, but the quantity of books and the display, yeah. as you're talking about, of, of books makes it, gives it more, like I wanted to, I needed a more official, yeah, like line in the sand, hey, this is actually, uh, we're, we're a bookshop as much as we are these other things. Yeah. I want that, that needs to become part of our, our thing because that's our retail product. That's our retail offering now is like, is, is used books. Yeah. Um, more than any other retail type yep. of thing. Yeah. But we're more than just coffee and boba too. We got to have, so yeah. Yeah. I it's almost like you're, you you're, you're like pivoting in a, a little bit of from being storied coffee to being like storied books. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. Cause you're still going to, you'll, you're always going to have that specialty coffee. Right. But I really like that you're leaning into and you're really embracing the books now instead of being like, before you were like dabbling in it. Yeah, so true. And now you're like, no, this is what, now we're this is what we're official. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that can be a destination thing too. Exactly, exactly. Also fun fact for anyone local. <laughs> Did you end up going to the garage sale? Which garage sale? The one I told you. No, I didn't. No, that's I okay. didn't, I had to work. So I ended up the... What was the date? A couple of days before all of this, it putting just, books on shelves, mm-hmm. I ended up finding 
a listing on Facebook Marketplace for a book sale. But sometimes I have found that some people are mostly just trying to get rid of a lot of books, and so they do it this way. But I'm the kind of guy who I'm like, if they're advertising low prices per book, then I'm like, hey, what would you take for the whole pile? And I've a couple times I've been able to just go snag an entire book sale. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that is how we sometimes get books. Little pro, little pro tip slash yep. fun fact for you. Yeah. And it turned out to be okay. Get this. First of all, this this sorry to get into this, but. <laughs> I show up to this person's house. I didn't realize who they were. It was someone who owns a local business that I had worked for for a short period of time, hmm. just as a seasonal thing. Yeah. While I own story, this was only a couple of years ago. I saw this listing, pretty casual. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I could use a few extra bucks, you know. So I'm like, it was like an evening thing, and I just went a couple, a few times, and helped this local person. So I didn't realize it was the same person. So I roll up, rock up to her house, and. And I almost thought at first, because I don't see, I don't, that was back in like mask days. So I don't mm-hmm. even like have a strong facial recognition for her. So I didn't, when I saw her, I was like, I, was like, oh, I think that, that looks like that person. And then she recognized me. Actually, I don't even think she recognized me until I said story. To, I explained why I was buying all these mm-hmm. books. And she was like, oh, we, <laughs> you worked for me. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, then <laughs> come to find out that, um, she seems to be married to uh, a, a local senator <laughs> of uh, of recognition. And, that's too funny. And they don't share the last name, okay. and that's why I wouldn't have ever known. Like I had no clue they were they were a a, a, a family, mm-hmm. and I had no clue that was going to be his house. But he's a he's a town, mm-hmm. you know, local town um, senator from this district. Yeah, and so. Uh, the whole thing was they're actually moving because of redistricting, so uh, they have to they have to move after like fifteen years in this in this place. Bummer. But you know, do that's they need an, a realtor? That's an, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a reason for uh, getting all those, mm-hmm. getting rid of a lot of books at once. So totally. it just ended up being like, and I went late. It was like eight thirty by the time. Because they, they were doing it. This is a Friday night. I think they were doing the sale Saturday morning. So gotcha. they f- would rather have just had them come had them go before the sale even had to bother. Otherwise it would have gone early the next day. So, you know, the senator's literally just helping box up these books and, and carry his wear shorts, like just casual Friday <laughs> at, at the senator's house and uh, with this, you know, local business mm-hmm. owner. <laughs> it was a pretty cool experience. And then mm-hmm. I literally texted you from the end of the road, <laughs> not the driveway, because I thought it would be a little creepy. I texted you from the end of the road and I said, hey, garage sale at this house tomorrow. <laughs> I was actually really sad. I couldn't go because I was destaging a house with yeah. Joe and I had to meet him at 8.30 and we were there for like six hours. Yikes. Yeah. It was, That's why I didn't see that day. Yeah. Yeah. The sale was like at 8.30. So yeah. anyway, Bummer. fun stories that happen behind the scenes mm-hmm. <laughs> that you just, you just wouldn't know. Yeah. And I'm like not politically affiliated either. So to me, it's just another person, person in a sense. But, mm-hmm. but I knew that was like a fun Fun thing story. to share. Yeah. Yeah. I shared a text with Christine too, right away. Um, I, was my, like, I was like plot twist. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hilarious. so um, a lot of the books on the shelves currently are from, from that, <laughs> Senator, from that house, Senator's house. Yeah. Cool. Um, but I won't tell you which ones cause I don't have yeah. a way of truly knowing. Yeah. Um, 
Is that enough about that? Or you had yeah, I guess, questions? I guess I had one more question, Please. which is kind of like broad, but like, what are your goals now? Like, what are your future goals for Storied? And in terms of the vibe. Yeah. In terms we of the, talked about that a little bit. Okay, so here's what I see happening. I'm glad you asked that. Thank you. I, th- I think we're going to continue to trickle in more changes because I still want to figure out how to just continue to make it a little more like comfortable and homey feeling. So that might have to do with like the, the, the table chairs that we have the, you know, the cafe chairs might change out. I shared one idea with you. That's going to be a little bit more like opportunistic. Like I find the right ones. I'm not really interested in buying new things per se. Most of the stuff we've been doing, I did buy the bookshelves new just because Continuity. They were affordable and you want to have quality and continuity. You have been looking for matching bookcases for a long time. Dude, yeah, I've said it a couple of times. Like they're so hard to find. They're so hard to find. So I just didn't even bother. And IKEA had an affordable, well-reviewed option, time-tested. So that that totally worked. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think think more like stylistic changes will probably do the the chairs. I still really am attached to this idea of this vintage refrigerator. Hmm. that I shared, I just, I feel like that's missing. Now that feels like a missing piece of the puzzle for me. So I'm going to still poke at how I can maybe make that work. Um, Spoiler alert, the concept is that I want to find a vintage, I found a vintage working General Electric refrigerator. And I want to replace our retail fridge. So like your grab and go fridge with this, home classic unit, right? Because yeah. I think there is something really cool. I, I'm not just vintage. I'm not into vintage for the, like, because it's vintage. I'm mm-hmm. into vintage because it's functional, yeah. typically. I'm into functional vintage. So stuff you can, and this is probably why people like the clothes. Like you can still get used out of them. There's still, there's even more character and like a story to the things you're, you're handling that are vintage. And so that, you know, when you can actually sit in chairs and and, and and have working clock radios from literally literal decades ago. That to me, I don't, I'm just collecting these things because they look cool. Like they, they work, they transport mm-hmm. you when yes. you can use them. So to have a working 70 year old refrigerator from 1953 that you pull the latch and like open it up and there's your bottles of water and San Pellegrino. And they're just like, you get to engage with that. To me, that's, and it, but it's a, but it's a home, you know, yes. it's an old style home thing. And it's just like, you wouldn't expect that. So I think that would do a lot to tie some of the space together, oh but also. Even though you're, you could have, you know, your kitchen closes at one o'clock for sandwiches, but you could have people call ahead and order their sandwich <laughs> and you could just stick it in the fridge. Yeah. The only, the only problem is that with a thing like that, you technically need to have a commercial rated oh. fridge to do. I think the technicality I'm banking on here is that I could put non-perishables in there, like water, things that don't technically need to be refrigerated. They're just chilled for quality and yes. convenience. So things that wouldn't be perishable, I would put in this fridge, which are the, basically the things I have in our current retail gotcha. fridge, you know, San Pellegrino and whatever. Like even kombucha, I don't know if I would keep in there. I think I might keep dummy cans in there and then be like, yeah, we actually have that behind the bar, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, like representative samples. But the, the problem with this particular fridge, you're like, well, why aren't you doing it? It's that this particular fridge is literally 70 years old. And 
the person I was, I was going back and forth with the guy, basically there's a part that like the, the fridge runs cold. It's a, it's, it's at a safe temperature. Like it runs like 36 degrees, but it doesn't regulate. You can't really adjust that and it doesn't regulate that well. So it kind of like dips below freezing and when stuff freezes, it explodes. And so, yeah. I mean, um, if, if it turns into a thing where it's just going to like freeze stuff and it's going to explode all the time. So I don't know the, how consistently it stays at the 36 or even 34, 35, 36 degrees. Like that's, that's, that's good. That's pretty close. That's, that's actually a good fridge temp, but only if your fridge works, you know, works well and regulates that temp because that is on the cusp of freezing. And I don't know with this thing. And like I looked at the, looked for the part, the guy even said for two years he'd been searching for the part, but it's been, it's been elusive. And I, that's the thing with an old fridge like this. So I'm like, all right, do I keep going with this concept and just look for a different one. I'm not, again, I'm not interested in a Westinghouse or some other brand or even necessarily as different style of GE fridge. Like, like this particular one is not, like it's in good condition. It looks sick. I even wanna, I almost want to just get it just for the decor aspect. That's <laughs> how dedicated I am to the the concept. But again, it's it really needs to be justified by functionality Yeah, for me. For sure. For, for this business expense. You get the thing or you get the space. That's true. That's what the home edit says. That's a good, that's a good thing to say. <laughs> Thanks, home edit. <laughs> so I'm still thinking about that one. I mean, it's still out there on Facebook and I got the guy's contact, but um, so yeah, so yeah. stuff like that. And then just putting things back in a, in a nice way on the rest of the shelves, the books could be better organized and yeah, I don't, and then maybe like, oh, we wanted we had stuff we wanted to hang that never got hung, so stuff like that. Yeah, some decor, basically just now just the finishing touches, the decor choices. I, I there's it feels like there's space in the front room to maybe do a different style of chairs. Currently, there's two two seater tables with four chairs in the middle of the room, and that's how it's been. Yeah, and so I wouldn't want to lose those seats, but I wonder if we could find something a little cozier or sure. more living room style sure. there. But other than all that, I, I think that's it, you know? I yeah. definitely think that having a cleaner look to things ultimately makes it feel better. Yeah. And that consumers like that kind of thing. They so do. as homey as a place can be when it's a little cluttered or, you know, the decor is rustic or vintage or homey or whatever, the the it's still a commercial environment and people feel better in a cleaner spot. So they do. That's, that's it, dude. And I they want to come it. back. Yeah. That's, that's key. That's amazing. So I don't know if that answers your questions. There's a couple like little, there's a cool little thing that we're not quite sharing yet because we're still putting it in place, but big change coming to the food program. Cool. That's storied. That uh, should be cool. Should be cool. Very elusive. So, oh, the other thing, I'm, I'm in talks with a sign company to get oh. window lettering and stuff. Okay. So the front is going to finally have like our name on it. Gotcha. <laughs> so hopefully that'll help. It looks cool. And there's like a little Cheers theme. Like if you know mm -hmm. the show Cheers, like I'm playing with the Cheers theme through all that. So uh, I won't get into that now, but that- Yeah, that's coming. That's the last little, the last little Teaser. touch up for the, the decor, the reno as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to uh, you for all the <laughs> insight and design advice and help. literal hands-on help. Couldn't Happy have done help. it. 
getting done without you. I love stuff like this. Yeah. Like, well, obviously. I thrive on it. Yeah, it's your... It's my thing. It's your bread and butter. Yeah, it's it your really realm. is. Well, um, I want to hear about your vacation. Listen, I'm... A, we don't have time, do we? Here, listen. This is what I was just going to say. A little disclaimer. We're back. It's been a while. If you need to just push pause, now's a good time. Come on back because we got a little more for this episode for you. If you Ooh. have time to record right now, that is... Yes, I have a minute. No, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, let's just take because I want to hear about your break a little bit, whatever you want to say, and then we just want to drop a couple lines about the future yes. of the pod. So, yes. um, so my yeah. my break over the the podcast over before we went back to school, as we call it, <laughs> um, came back to school was pretty pretty good actually. I spent a majority of my time. At Storied. Yeah. <laughs> Helping with the- A majority? The, with the, no. Um, like- Probably half the time. Probably least. half the time. Shoot. Um, but it's okay because it's actually like, it. I actually find a lot of joy and fulfillment from from doing these projects. Otherwise yeah. I wouldn't own a staging business. Totally. So part of, part of what gets me going and gets me up in the morning is like being able to- do those transformations for houses. And so that's been fun. Um, Brandon and I, I think I, we got more of like, pers- like I have more personal stuff that we've been working on. We are so close to putting the siding up on our addition. And if this is your first time listening to House Coffee or you haven't heard in a while, Brandon and I started an addition on our house last April. So that would be April 2022. And well, actually we started it in March actually, cause that's when we had the foundation like dug. It's a big, it, it's, it's been a huge project and we've been doing the work ourselves and to save money. And just because Brandon is just someone who He's is handy. very, very hands-on. Yeah. So, this has been a long time coming and we have Brandon and I've been going back and forth, back and forth on color scheme for our house, what we, what color siding we want to do. We redid our garage during the pandemic. Our house is a, uh, was built in 1910 and it's mostly brick, but it was built as a chicken coop. And then it was converted into a residence in like the 40s. Your house. My actual house. was built as a chicken coop. Yes. And now it's a house. <laughs> yes. Okay. Did I never tell you that? You did, but I just had to highlight that. Okay. House. So, yes, that's, that's 100% true. We found out the day we were closing, the former owners was like, this used to be a chicken coop. And we're like, what? So like a what commercial are, enterprise or what? Like a farmer lived there with chickens. Okay. <laughs> that kind of. They live there. Yes. Man. And the house has a detached garage. Right. And we redid the garage and like did some, like we jacked it up and added some, um, you know, storage and everything. And we did white board and batten with black garage doors. And we also changed the orientation of our driveway we live on a corner and our drive our, our house faces one road the front of our house face faces the um ro- one road and the river and 
our driveway was on the side road and we changed the, we, the garage stayed put, but we just moved the garage doors in our driveway. So it faced the same direction as our house facing the river. And, um, we have been, we've had all these plans of in the future, like putting an addition on the house, mainly because the bedrooms are very tiny and we just wanted to have a little bit more like bedroom space before we welcomed kids into our home. And so that's the main like um, motivation for this edition is yeah. so I also have a big family. We do most of the hosting when everybody comes into town. I have five sisters and one brother. And when people come into town, they stay at hotel from. And so, <laughs> which I love, I'm like, it's, it's totally like, I love being host. Yeah. But I have 16 nephews and nieces and I just also wanted to have like a, a more welcoming space for those kiddos to stay as well as my sisters and their spouses. And so anyways, long story short, we were doing this addition, which the addition was only supposed to be a patio breezeway. And the addition in the plans was called Patio Breezeway. Literally, we bought a French door and we were going to bump out the downstairs area and change out a door. That is what we were going to do. And then when we started this project, Brandon's like, whoa, what if we like just bumped out this one little area of the room by like three feet? And I was like, yeah, well, adding three feet wouldn't, wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, we could do that. And he's like, well, what if we bumped it out like 10 feet? And I was like, that's going to be a lot of work, Brandon. He's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll do this and this. I'm like, okay. And then he made the plans for it. And he's like, well, since we're bumping it out 10 feet, it's really not going to be that much more in materials if we add a second floor above it. And I don't know what I was smoking when I said yes. <laughs> But I said, I was like, okay, we could do it. And it just turned into, like, I feel like the addition is the same size as our house. Like we've doubled the size of our house pretty much. Sure. Um, but in the end, I'm not, compl I mean, I am complaining, but I'm I'm going to be really happy when it's done. Yeah. The, the problem right now is like, it's been a year and a half and we, we haven't even finished this addition. Sure. Like it's still the two by fours and insulation, like none of the electrical or plumbing or anything has been put in there. So it's been a labor of love. And, and again, Brandon's been doing the majority of the work right. with our neighbor, Brian, shout out to Brian and Claire, who are like the most amazing friends who we have like gotten to know and who have like adopted us in this process. And like now are like family. And um, cool. so... What was I saying? So our siding <laughs> over the break. Yeah, we, um, we are preparing to put up the siding on our addition. And did I tell you what color we were going to do? I want you to guess the color siding we're going to do. You have three guesses. No, how specific am I supposed to? Just get? guess a color, a color of siding for a house. What's your current color? Well, our current, our current, it's it's are we brick. Matching? 
Oh, it's we have a brick house with white siding above house. it. Why do I feel like a white? Yeah. So guess, just guess a color. Uh, green. Nope. I didn't think so. Um, gray. Nope. Dang it. Blue. No, we're Son doing black. Black siding. Yes. For your, I guess, okay, for your white and black. No, the whole house is going to be black. Like we're, Are you we're, changing, we're, out the we're white? changing out the white. Brick with black. Yes. And we might paint the brick black. Oh, interesting. We might. We're gonna we're that we're gonna save that to the end. We're gonna see how the black siding looks. Yeah. Over the brick. Is it like a shade of black or like a it jet? It is carbon black. Huh. Yep. The side like the siding's already in our garage. It's filled to the brim with all the materials we need, and we're just been doing all the little minuscule tasks like flashing on the windows and like water tightening all the staples on the Tyvek and like just buttoning up all these tasks that like you yeah. that aren't like you don't really get a good before and after for a photo because it's just <laughs> like oh, we, we sealed up that hole you know um here's this area without staples yes exactly here it is here it stapled. is yes so the goal is to start putting up siding, hopefully, fingers crossed, this weekend if all goes well. Cool. So that's what I've been, we've been doing the last couple of weeks after work and on the yeah, weekends. Yeah, wow. Three weeks post the first time you told me you were doing siding. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Wow, black, huh? Strong choice. Yeah, it's gonna look. Really <laughs> How'd you decide cool. black siding? I, I I didn't guess that one because I don't know if I've ever. I can't even think of if I've ever seen a black. I've been saving house. A, yeah, I, are there black houses? It's not. It's just on the upward trend. Like you don't see Ooh, a lot of back okay. black houses because it's black siding is actually a pretty tricky product to obtain because when black materials get really hot in the sun, mm. they like True. vinyl specifically like expands and like warps a little bit. So you have to use a, our siding is actually like a wood composite material that's like, or you can get um, like a cement board, which is like extremely expensive. Sure. So, that's uh, interesting. Or cyber, yeah. And that's probably why the most houses are light colored. Yes, that is why most houses efficiency. are light. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. That's that's really what it is. Like any like any vinyl siding product, yeah. most of them are lighter colors because they do better in like different temperatures and climates. Totally. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> So it will complement our garage really well because sure. we have a white garage with black doors. We're going to have a black house with some like white accents on our house. And I think our neighbors will be really happy because we're no longer going to be like under construction. Under construction. <laughs> we're no longer going to be Visibly, the, the neighborhood eyesore. <laughs> At least that's how I see it, yeah. you know. Um, and... Yeah, I'll just be like really excited. And one thing that I was like really excited about something that Brandon said to me recently or to somebody actually I overheard him saying it to somebody else and it like it like made me really happy is he's like cuz I, I actually told him I'm like 
I am not signing off on any more construction projects. <laughs> Just so you know, like, yeah. I'm done. Like no more construction, no more additions, nothing. Like if you want to do another project, please take it off of our property and do it someplace else. <laughs> like I'm done. Yeah. So he, he like, well, it's been nine years. I know. So I'm like, I'm just don't want to be living in construction anymore. I just want to move on with my life and enjoy <laughs> my home and like set up lights in my backyard, yeah. you know, and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, hang on the patio. So, which, yeah, we have a really, like, we have a great space and we're really lucky that we've been able to do the work. But like, when you do the work yourself for the last nine years and mm -hmm. you live in sawdust and construction dust, it's it it starts to like hurt your mental totally, health and your relationship. Totally. The so, results can be great. Yeah. But you'll so, be happy to have it behind you. What Brandon, what I overheard Brandon saying to somebody else is, once we are finished with the addition, we're going to be closing the chapter on our home building portion of our lives. And we're going to be starting the chapter of our family building part mm. of our lives, which I'm really excited about. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm happy you got some time to do all that. And yeah, me too. I, I mean, even with all the stuff you did, I think you still had a more restful, some rest in there yes, versus what I did. For sure. That's good. Yeah. You, oh, it was a couple of weeks ago. We were still dropping episodes when you took your weekend Yes, my little away. vacation away. Yeah, but yeah, trying to was, reclaim some of your claim some of your summer before it was out. Seriously, that's your favorite. Yeah, season. Cool for well, sure. That's good to hear. Um, so what's next on the pod? What's what's our future look like? Well, yeah, just a quick couple notes here. First of all, I just want to thank you guys for being with us. We did twenty episodes. 20 yep. weeks of podcasting. 20 weeks. How many months is that? That's a lot of months. Yeah. All right. That's well, like that's half. Few, that's a few months. Yeah. That's um, 20 weeks is like, what, three or four months? We Didn't we start? When was the um, coffee conference? By, three divided by four. Wasn't that in April? <laughs> uh, that's like five months, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was in April. So, so, so dang, dude. And we did one a week, more yep. or less. Um, yeah, so... Thank you for being here with us. We learned a lot in that period. I think we mm -hmm. had a good time. Um, lots of surprises. And we're not going to get into all that right now because we're actually going to get into it next week. Next yeah. time we talk, we're going to do, we're going to just basically chat 20 insights from 20 weeks of podcasting. Yep. And, and what to a, expect. A little vision the for the 20. next 20. <laughs> Maybe ten, maybe five, <laughs> ten. We'll go. We'll, ten, we'll go ten episode plan. Um, not to say we're going to drop the next ten topics because I don't yeah, think we're no, quite there, but no. we do have some already out there. Yeah. Um, if if you could, if you would, if you're a regular listener or a new listener, and you know what we're about, or you want us to be about something else, um, <laughs> drop us, us a know. little line, and we can incorporate some ideas, maybe because. We've we've got ideas, and so do you. So uh, maybe we can meet in the middle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. It's it's been it's been intriguing to see the the kinds of listenership we have, like the diversity in our audience. You know, we just assumed yeah. I think that would be like business owners talking to entrepreneurial, creative types, yeah. and I I think we are. Like I think a lot of you are in those realms, but there's been just some, some, some surprising resonance with people yeah. in 
other industries or fields that I wouldn't have necessarily mm. expected, you know? Yeah. And some of those people have been like the most engaged or engaging with us right? as far as feedback and and like conversation. And that's cool. And that's, I think another thing, again, we'll get into this, but another thing is like, we think that, you know, where it's always gonna be us kind of talking with each other and talking amongst ourselves. But at the same time, like, I think the success of a podcast comes from like a true community that is sort of investing right. and invested in um, that, that surrounds the that pod. And so, that's something else we're looking forward to, to, to contributing toward in the future, I think. Yes. So more on that next time. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in. Yeah. Really appreciate you guys listening and thanks for checking back in with us. And the best way to reach us is our email, housecoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Send us a line, send us feedback, send us a suggestion. Um, we truly would love to hear from you. Yeah. So, um, Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll add a little outro so we don't have to say that every time. I know, maybe. <laughs> Into our ten I know, episode but plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no problem. I'm just uh, <laughs> just just saying. All right, y'all. Cool. Appreciate you. Thanks for hanging in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Next week. Peace. Later. Mm-hmm.